0: The Kutta Sicha Tazvav. Parsha Bereishis Sicha Beis, a summary of the Sicha. On the pasuk in this week's Parsha, which says that Hashem created the heaven and the uh, the moon and the sun, sun and the moon and the, and the stars in the heaven, it says Yehima they should be the luminaries. you Eisus and there will be for signs, for omens. What does it mean that there will be for signs? So Rashi tells us what the Gemara says that when the when there is a an eclipse of the sun and the moon it's a bad omen for the world as it says in the passage the prophet says from the signs of the, of the heaven you don't have to worry about speaking to the Jewish people because when you do the will of Hashem you don't have to worry about bad things happening and the Gemara also tells us there are four reasons why, the, why there is a, uh, an eclipse of the sun because of four different bad behavior traits that the, the people do in other words, it would seem that the Amara is saying that the eclipses happen as a result of bad behavior, that it's a result of what people do. So it's a well known question uh, that the, the uh, eclipses are something which are a natural process. They are cycles that happen and the revolutions of the, the different heavenly bodies, and they are scientifically understood and they are predictable. You can actually predict exactly when they're going to happen. So how could you say that as a result of somebody's behavior? This is something that was well known beforehand. You can predict it hundreds of years before it happens. So how could you connect it to somebody's behavior? And in fact, there were certain people that used these questions as excuses why they don't want to keep to Torah mitzvahs because they see that the Chazal they they were wrong about this, so they could be wrong about everything else also, and therefore they didn't uh, they chose not to be committed to Torah Mitzvahs. But the truth, of course, is that the reason that they were not committed to Torah mitzvah Mitzvahs had nothing to do with their intellectual, intellectually be, be, being bothered by this question. The truth is that it's an emotional thing. It comes from the Yetzirah. A person wants to be free, doesn't want to be limited, and wants to behave the way they want to. And then you use a justification. You come up with a question. You find the question and you use that question as a justification even such a question which if you think for a moment you'll see that it's no question at all why is that? because everybody understands <clears throat> it's Jewish tradition that the chachma of astronomy was discovered by the Shevet Yisachar even earlier Adam Arishin already I think wrote a book about it and it was handed down after generation to generation um, until a certain time when it was lost so we don't have it anymore but even if you don't want to accept that—that that it was the Jewish people that taught astronomy to the non-Jewish scientists—but you could certain, we certainly know without question that the Jewish sages were in contact with the non-Jewish scientists on this matter, especially on astronomy, because it affected halacha. They had to know how to set kiddush haChodesh, the setting of the new moon, and so on. And so, if they were in contact with them, they would have known the things which are obvious and the. Something as obvious as that they could predict the uh, eclipses the The Jewish sages knew about that there's no question about that, so therefore they wouldn't say anything which is so obviously in contradiction to that, so therefore we have to say that there is no contradiction between saying that the uh, eclipses are something which are known in advance and it will happen anyway, and the fact that there is an association between the eclipse and these four bad. uh, behavior traits so we have to know what they are what the connection is one possible answer could be that it's not the eclipse happening which is the bad omen it's your seeing of the eclipse that is the bad omen so therefore if Hashem shows you an eclipse and let's say he could have prevented it by let's say it should be a cloudy day and therefore you wouldn't see it if you don't see it it doesn't mean to teach you anything and therefore it's not a bad omen but if you do see it it's connected to seeing the eclipse that is the bad omen but that can't be it, because there are places in which it doesn't, there are no clouds. Like, for instance, uh, we're told that Mitzrayim has no rain. Very rarely is there rain and clouds, and therefore over there, you would always see it by definition whenever it happens. So that therefore, that can't be it. And also, the way the Chazal say it, that it's not about seeing it, it's about it happening, which is connected to these four bad behaviors. So the explanation is that what the Gemara means, that when there is an eclipse, that is a bad omen. What that means is this. There are certain times which are more likely. there. It's a simen ra. There's a bad mazel that is dominant at that time. That's, for instance, it's well known to to most of us that uh, that in the month of Av, we shouldn't do things. It's a, simen, it's a bad simen. In the month of other... You should do, that's a good time, that's a good simon. What does that mean? It doesn't mean that only bad things can happen in of, and only good things can happen in other. What it means is, that this is a time that is more likely that things will happen, and therefore it's more easy to bring a, a bad result or a good result, depending on the time that you're in. If it's more, it portends a good omen or it portends a bad omen. And an eclipse is a similar situation. When the eclipse happens, when does Hashem set up the cycle of nature that an eclipse should happen in a time when it's a simin or a, you know, that's what that's what it means. When you see an eclipse, you know that it's a time when there is a problem. And therefore, if there is people that behave in a certain in any of these four ways, which could bring upon them the deserve, the deserving of punishment this is a time when they have to worry about it because this is a time when it could happen. And that's why the Gemara says that if you do the will of Hashem, you have nothing to worry about. But if you don't, that's when you have to worry about it. But then the question could be, the Gemara differentiates between Jewish people and non-Jewish people in this regard. It says, the Brisa says, or the Gemara says that the Jewish when the Jewish people are uh, doing the will of Hashem they don't have to worry about this as the Pesach says you don't have to worry about the signs in the heaven but the Goyim they have to worry about it so the question is why would a goy have to worry if he's in a similar situation to a Jew in the sense that he didn't do anything wrong when does a Jew not have to worry when he did the will of Hashem and if a goy did the will of Hashem and he behaved properly and he doesn't have any of these four sins why does he have to worry? What's to worry about? And the explanation is that a muzzle a, a time that brings a certain muzzle is not only about this is a time when a person could be punished or rewarded for their behavior, but that it also affects behavior. There are certain times in times, days or whatever, or uh, by an eclipse, that triggers certain types of negative behavior By certain people. Or by people. As we find, for instance, the Gemara says that a person's, most of a person's wisdom is achieved at night, when you learn at night. Does the Gemara mean to say that you can't achieve wisdom when you learn during the day? Of course not. What it means is that if you learn during the night you're not going to be distracted by all kinds of other things and therefore you can achieve much more during learning during the night. But if you want to make the effort to learn during the day, of course you can learn during the day. And with a little more effort, you'll be able to achieve wisdom as well. And the same is true also for certain things that the Gemara says, that people, if somebody that's born on a Sunday or different days, they will be so-and-so. They will have a certain positive or negative trait. That doesn't mean... What it does mean is that a person born under a certain sign under a certain mazel, and this is true also with with every single personality trait that a a person is born with, Mm. the same would be true. Mm. We are born with certain leanings towards certain things. Different people have different uh, character traits, and what's easy for one person is difficult for another person, and vice versa. So therefore, a person is born with leanings, but never can one say that I was forced into a certain situation, because with a little more effort or maybe a lot more effort, you can overcome that leaning as well. And therefore, you're able to overcome whatever negative situation is created by the time that you're in. Like if you're born on a Friday, whatever that pretends, you can overcome it. It's just that if you don't do anything, it could lead you in that direction. And it should be noted that when somebody is given a negative, a certain negative leaning, which everyone is given certain negative leanings except for the uh, select few that are tzaddikim and they're, they're perfect in every way, Hashem also gives the person greater tools in which to be able to deal with those leanings that they have. So to summarize, every person has certain negatives and certain positive leanings, but they also have the tools to be able to deal with those leanings and therefore also somebody born under a certain muzzle or somebody that finds himself in the time of an eclipse, is not forced to fail in those areas, but can make sure that they don't fall into that kind of pattern of behavior. So therefore, when it comes to the difference between a Jew and a non-Jew in this regard is, that non-Jews are more under, are under the domain, dominion of nature. They are, their whole life surra- is surrounded by nature, is driven by nature, and therefore it becomes much more difficult for them to be able to break out of what is natural for them. But they're still able to do it. Because even a non-Jew has a free choice, even though maybe it's not the perfect free choice like a Jew, but th- though they do have free choice and they're able to overcome their natural instincts as well. And therefore they could be rewarded in punishment for their behavior. But if without free choice they wouldn't be able to be rewarded if they're driven in a certain way and they can't get out of it how could you punish them for that and for the same reason how could you reward them if they do well if they're driven in a certain way so they are able to overcome nature but since as a rule they are under the dominion of nature it becomes much more difficult and therefore they do have to worry about what nature says about their personality but a Jew has an easy way out all you have to do is dedicate yourself to the will of Hashem, and that automatically brings you above nature, at least in this sense, it brings you above the drive of nature, where nature drives you to, or, or gently nudges you to, and you'll be able to uh, quickly overcome, and with much more ease, overcome what nature has in store for you. And therefore, you don't have to worry about it. And when a Yid is able to dedicate themselves to the will of Hashem and therefore overcome natural tendencies, that will eventually bring Hashem to, uh, that He allows him to rise above nature altogether like a tzaddik, which is not under the dominion of nature altogether and will live a miraculous life.